Welcome to Hell, California, the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host and narrator, Mike Brennan. Hell, California is an anthology crime show. Each episode is an intriguing original tale of hard-boiled crime fiction. Noir stories all set in the same mysterious, mythical California border town. It was developed by a team of six writers who came together in March of 2020, working virtually during the pandemic. The following story contains depictions of graphic violence, profanity, and content of a highly sexual nature. This podcast is only intended for mature audiences. Waiting for Bardot, Part 3. Written by Christian Elder. Interior Bardot's house, master bedroom, next morning. Vicky in bed, awake. She turns, Bardot beside her, fast asleep. Vicky sits up on the edge of the bed. Exterior balcony, Vicky gazing at the view. Interior, Bardot's house, living room. Vicky on the couch. She lifts a book from the coffee table. The title reads, The Tibetan Book of the Dead. Bardot enters, fresh from the shower. Morning. Good morning. I'm smelling coffee. Bardot crosses into the kitchen. Who's Hector? You said the name in your sleep a few times. Was he your husband? No, God, no. Hector, I work with Hector. At the alarm place? Yeah, pretty much. Security systems, we installed them. It didn't sound like that. Like what? Like a coworker thing? It sounded personal, I don't know. Controlling? Like he wanted to control you. I I can see that, because Hector, he's kind of like my boss, kind of. Oh, that's a good book, you know. Do you know what a bardo is? Bardo? Like you, you mean? No, not me. <laughs> This bardo is different, totally different. B-A-R-D-O, without the T on the end. It's in there. It's an interval, a juncture, a rest stop on the highway between life and death. When you die, your consciousness leaves your body and it goes to this place called the bardo. Exterior, Hell County Police Department headquarters, parking lot day. Vicky smoking again. Hector rolls into the lot and parks. He hops out his car. I thought you quit, Jenny. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Andre's gonna live with Marcus for the summer. Yeah, in Los Angeles with that. Oh, Joe, bitch. I loathe that bitch. I loathe the both of them. So, you track the other items? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. She purchased replicas of everything. The bedspread, the lamb, the stuffed dolls, just like the Bardot print. And this. He reveals an envelope. It's marked from one of her MasterCards. March 23rd, Bell Home Security, $61.45. Yeah, what is it? 
That's your stun gun, the taser, earlier that day. Interior, Hell County Police Department headquarters, the lobby. Vicky and Hector march inside. That shit can stop a heart, especially when there's a, a, a condition, like with our guy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to leave marks either. She picked it up less than 12 hours before. You turn me around on this. Are you wearing makeup? They approach the desk. Hi, we have an appointment with Sergeant Detective Ed Maynard. Interior, Hell County Police Headquarters, office, day. Photographs splayed on the table. Ed Maynard, detective sergeant, silent type, inhaling a cheeseburger, fries, and a can of Fanta. And Vince Denver, short fuse routine is his trademark. I uh, went down to inform her myself. She didn't take it too hard. And that didn't intrigue you? No, not at all. Jackoff liked to molest dead bodies. Nobody misses that asshat. Did you ask her any questions? Oh, you mean about the night her freako husband came and went? I did. She was working. <laughs> if you want to call it that. They provided us a video. They? Who's they? Mrs. Hermes and the attorney. Yeah, she does a live smut show. We checked out. 40,000 pervs watching. Her boss corroborated it. Yeah, it went on before the Emmy call time of death. The same Emmys report you vetted. It wasn't a homicide. Don't know what else to tell you. The wife's clean. Were you aware of the incidents? Incidents. They're on public record, you know. What are you talking about? Hector reveals his phone, then hands it to Maynard. A video in portrait mode. Maynard hits the play button. Denver leans in. On the phone screen, a house in the hills, high-def video. Bardot charges down the driveway. Fucking dead bodies! Dead bodies! He fucks corpses! Dead people! Dr. Hermes darts out. He's a maniac! A monster! Ted Hermes is a <laughs> Muzzles her, drags her, kicking, fighting. She bites his hand. Hey, where did you... Canvas the neighbors. She spits in his face. You Cold coxer, hard. She goes down like a domino. Jesus. The police rush in, four patrol cars, embrace the doctor. The video ends, Maynard and Denver squirming. Interior elevator, Vicky and Hector. So, uh, you fucked her, huh? Doors open. She exits first. Interior, Caliburn Fitness, locker room, morning. Vicky and Bardot with their bags, exiting in their streetwear. Want to grab some lunch? Nah, not today, sorry. Gotta hustle. Maybe next time? I'll see you. Hey, Jenny? Did it get awkward? Because I want you to know I, I have no expectations. None. We can be friends. Just friends, you know? Yeah, I think that's better. See ya. Exterior Vicky's condo, street, day. Marcus Johnson, 40s, black football player's build, clean cut. He packs his son's luggage in the back of his SUV. On the sidewalk, 
Vicky embraces Andre. Call me every single day. I mean it. But I like the makeup. He crosses the street, joins his dad. Marcus pauses before getting in, sends Vicky a half-hearted wave. She turns away. She's not having it. Interior, Virgil's new and used books, day. Vicky picking through the shelves, self-help section. She plucks out a paperback, Emotional Growth After Domestic Violence, a woman's workbook. Vicky approaches the register. Interior, the overbite diner, night. Floor plan, paper printout. Bardot's sex video on Hector's phone on mute. Okay, see? Sometimes the camera blinks out like that. Other times she steps out for two, three, sometimes five minutes at a time. I thought she was going to the toilet, getting some water, who knows, maybe doing a line of blow. He did it during one of her breaks, huh? He snags the floor plan, up, uncaps a red pen. Okay, I'm feeling this. Circles the closet area. <laughs> the janitor's closet? Yeah, that's where I'd be. And look, it's 20 feet away. That would take like five minutes. I guess I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, okay? What about the signal on Hill Studios' end? She had to be using a proxy to ghost the IP address. Is not a hacker. She wouldn't have to be. She pays a dude, she gets it on a jump drive. A dude? So what? We're circling the drain on an accomplice again? No, not an accomplice how you're thinking. More like a, like a hack for hire. I don't get how she trucks and all that shit, though. A whole bedroom's worth of shit. Undetected. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Interior, Caliburn Fitness, morning. Vicky and Bardot on the treadmills. <laughs> Easy. Security guard. Worst effing job. Hated it. How about you? Oh, janitorial staff. Vicky flails to the ground off the treadmill. One summer at a dump motel after college. Jenny? Jenny! Interior, Vicky's condo, living room, day. Vicky at her desk PC on the phone again. I tell you, I got it. Took some digging. She put it on her husband's credit card. Interior grocery store day. Vicky pushes a cart, shopping. She's on the phone. Drones? The guy that sold her the software used drones? Exterior rooftop street. Hector at the edge of the building, peering through a digital camera with a telescopic lens. Yeah, I tracked him down on the south side. And not a guy. He's a kid. A high school kid. A little entrepreneurial fuck. A drone zips through the sky. It comes down, lands at the feet of a teenager, standing near a garage, crammed with computers, hard drives, monitors, etc. They're peer-to-peer drones. That's how he hacked the router at Hill Studios. Makes it easy to clone any of the webcam models streaming on site. Montage. A nursing home, a smiling nurse wheels a chatty, elderly man in a wheelchair down a hall. It is said a true act of love is something you do, but nobody witnesses it. Love is companionship. It's raining, a couple giggling, 
lovers sheltered under an umbrella on the sidewalk. Love is connection. A beautiful day, boisterous teenagers pedaling bicycles near the beach. Love is hope. A suburban home, a warm glow in the window, a family celebrating. Love is an effort. At Brimstone National, love is not simply an emotion. A new mother cradling a newborn infant in a hospital bed. Love is an action. Brimstone National Life Insurance logo appears. Interior Brimstone National Office, lounge, day. Life insurance commercials. Endless rotation on wall-sized monitors. Hector in his suit. Vicky in corporate attire, both seated, waiting. A smiling company woman enters. Mrs. Clean, Mr. Morales, our team is ready. This way. They leave, passing into the heavily lawyered boardroom across the hall. Interior Vicky's car, dead of night. Vicky leans over and opens the glove box. She removes her Glock 22. Interior the Overbite Diner, day. After the Brimstone National meeting, Vicky and Hector having coffee and pie. Could have been a cop, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could have been Beyonce too. I am <laughs> Beyonce, okay? Uh, it doesn't feel like we're done. They won't take it to the police? Brimstone? No, that's not enough. I don't know. I keep thinking there's a fiber, a hair, something like that. I'd be surprised if there wasn't something after spending six hours in the closet doing what she was doing. Hector, it's been two and a half months. Hey, I get it. You like her. Don't insult me. Don't. Can we get the check, please? It was never a homicide. Look, she streamed live from the closet inside the clinic. We called that. She crawled out for five minutes and morales, shot man. her husband to death. While he was stooping a corpse. What we've cobbled together in legal terms is virtually worthless. Nothing to clench down on probable cause. They bought our investigation to pad their defense against the hot shit lawyer, huh? Here you go. Take your time. The bottom line is they were never going to pay out for an insurer who's a necrophiliac. It never was going to happen. We were hired to tie it in a bow. As long as the check's clear, huh? Interior law firm, Alicia's law office, day. Bardot and Alicia behind the glass inside. Alicia's talking. Suddenly, Bardot explodes, ranting and throwing F-bombs. Interior, Vicky's condo, living room, night. Vicky curled on the couch, reading her book. Her eyes rest on a line that reads, love is not just a feeling, love is an action verb. The phone shivers, it's Bardot. Interior Bardot's house at the front door, later. The door opens, it's Vicky. Bardot answering the door, face swollen, tears streaking down her cheeks. Vicky enters. Interior living room, Bardot sobbing. Hey, it'll be all right, huh? They kiss. Interior master bedroom, later. Vicky and Bardot in bed. I might need to start camming again. You don't want to? No. But I need money. It's the only thing I'm good at. 
That can't be true. You're probably the smartest person I know. You really don't know me that well. My name's not Jennifer. Interior Bardot's house, kitchen, next morning. Bardot grills scrambled eggs. Vicky leans on the island counter, sipping coffee. Then, her phone blips. She takes it out. A grainy video at night. The clinic. A van. Back doors open. Asian woman. Dark hair. Working a large-sized janitor's cart out. She glances upward. Freezes. Bardot's face. Exterior balcony. Moments later, Vicky steps out on the phone. Is that CCTV footage? How in the world did you get your hands on that? No, Hector. I explained that, Hector. We turned it in. They denied the claim. She's not getting the money. Interior, Bardot's house, kitchen. Bardot gazes at Vicky on the balcony through the glass. Vicky is losing her shit. Exterior balcony. It's done. Leave it the fuck alone. Leave it the fuck alone. Drop it. Interior, Hector's car, residential street, intercut. Street above the house, Hector lowers his binoculars. Or what, Jenny? He hangs up, turns over the engine, and gets out of the... There. Vicky lingers on the balcony. Interior, Vicky's car, moving. Street, dead of night. Back to the beginning, Vicky's eyes framed in the dark, rear view mirror, driving somewhere. Exterior alley, passage, Vicky's car turns down a gravelly passage. Vicky tosses her jacket in the trunk, squats behind the car. She wears a hoodie jacket now, stretches on latex gloves. Exterior behind Hector's apartment, Vicky drifts behind the duplex. She scuttles the back stairs, squats at the door, removes her shoes, then produces a leather case, opens it, revealing a set of lock picks. She sets to work on the deadbolt first. Interior, Hector's apartment. Snoring is heard. Vicky enters the kitchen door, reveals a plastic hairnet, stretches it over her hair, stretches plastic booties over her socks. She rises walks into the living room. She reveals a pen light, sticks it in her teeth, selects a couch cushion. Vicky switches on the TV. She calmly poises with the Glock 22, cocks it back, grabs the cushion, marches into a darkened doorway where Hector's snoring emanates. Hey, what? Mm -hmm. Vicky emerges without the cushion. She shuts the TV off. Exterior, Angel of Light Cemetery, day. A funeral service, 12 people attending, grieving parents, siblings, and Vicky and Bardot. Tribute poster at the grave plot features Hector's grinning face. That picture? My son took that. We needed something nice to post on the website. El mar estaba durmiendo como un niño tranquilo 
con calma, con calma. Interior Bardo's car, moving, parking lot later. Vicky driving, exiting the cemetery grounds. Vicky, I'm so sorry about your friend. We were friendly, honey, not friends. Warm today. Exterior street, Vicky turns out the driveway and shoots up the road. Another car zips into the street, tailing the Tesla. At the wheel, Denver, the HPD detective. Christian Elber, and I created Hell California and wrote the pilot episode, Waiting for Bardell. I have, um, probably as long as I've been a sentient being, been a great fan of all forms of uh, film noir, noir, and neo-noir, uh, particularly in cinema. Some of the pulp forms that um, arose in literature as well. Uh, some of the movies that had a really big impact on me include The Big Sleep, Double Indemnity, Kiss Me Deadly, uh, The Grifters by Stephen Frears, um, also Dirty Pretty Things by Stephen Frears, Altman's uh, beautiful film The Long Goodbye, and his his brilliant parodies. Uh, pastiche um, the, the player as well Touch of Evil by Orson Welles Chinatown of course Nolan's Bebento The Last Seduction by John Dahl one of the really great great underlooked films After Dark My Sweet um, one, another great under or underappreciated film Neil Jordan's both of his remarkable films, uh, Mona Lisa and The Crying Game, uh, Body Heat, Kasdan's Body Heat, another great one, Scorsese's classic, Taxi Driver. Uh, I was very anxious to, um, to put together some kind of anthology. I reached out to a group of people online, and uh, much to my surprise, uh, several people uh, got in contact with me online through social media and it, it, we narrowed it down to about six people um, we formed a, a writer's room and this was um, this was something that uh, we did at the beginning of the pandemic and we were all disciplined and committed and all the writers that um, that joined me were really supportive and um, showed me a lot of generosity um, as a as a first time showrunner, I guess so to speak. I think the anthology series um, in this form is um, is a really fun thing um, to explore, and it has a 
it has a bit of an escapist element too, which I think is, <laughs> is, is something that we need during this time. So with all that being said, uh, I hope, uh, I hope you enjoyed my episode and I hope you enjoy all the episodes that are, that are to come on, um, on our podcast. Um, I hope you keep coming back and listening and uh, checking out our readings that we hold online. Um, and I wish everybody the best. And we'll see you. Um, we'll see you next time. Next time on Hell California. Congrats to the token taker. 20 years. Well, I can't imagine taking that much time. I barely got 18 months. I booked a gig, a comeback or a jumpstart on one. At gunpoint? I don't even like having guns in the house. Day by day, one day at a time. Back to drug overdose played a role when a man found dead on a train tracks by the old mission today. See, this is my first time home in a long while and boy, it's brought up some stuff. These them? Yep. Some didn't make it. So is it a bad idea to see them? Yeah, it's bad. This kid, Omar, you showing up? He'll be here. He better be good. Welcome. You'll be fed and given shelter, but until your debt is gone, you work for us. Dad gonna play? Yeah, Bertie plays. But you got a smart-ass remark or are we gonna jam? Follow Hell California on at hell california on twitter and hell comma california an anthology crime show on facebook subscribe to our youtube channel hell comma california an anthology crime show for watch party live reading events of each episode recording for further inquiries or requests to be added to our mailing list email us at hellcaliforniaseries at gmail.com Hello California is powered by Zoom Catchers. Zoom Catchers provides virtual events through video conferencing platforms. They relieve hosting and planning responsibilities from businesses and individuals to give them the power to focus on forming meaningful connections with their communities. Please consult their website at zoomcatchers.us. Thanks to our actors and performers. Hello California, the podcast, is produced by Christian Elder. It is co-produced by Jeremy Foley and Sarah O'Reilly and sound engineered by Raleigh Tomasi. This podcast was recorded under a SAG after collective bargaining agreement. Please come and join us again. This is your host and narrator, Mike Brennan, saying, I'll see you in hell. <laughs>